Christian No Fuchs Given of Leicestershire City. Uh, he's out injured at the moment after stabbing himself in the eye with a flagpole at training. True or false? <laughs> oh, I hope it's true. Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. Woo! I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howard Magazine's WhatAHoward.com. Yeah, he is. And I am here with my two co-hosts who would never squabble over who takes a penalty, Mr. Ryan Bailey and Mr. Theo Messi. It would I'm always be it. me. Me. Oh, geez. I Every see. single time. Me. There's, there's trouble coming. Don't, and also don't come up to me during the match and try and cause a scene because I will patch you on your arse and send you back. Oh, no. This is bad. <laughs> this is very bad. Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? Uh, very good. Thank you, Brooks. Thank you for asking. Today I'm wearing my Bumpy Pitch t-shirt. Lovely black number with sort of the golden crest on the front. At this point, I'd like to remind Bumpy Pitch this is the only free t-shirt they've ever sent me, and I'd like some more. <laughs> shameless. Ryan Bailey is shameless. Oh. Theo, how are you? What are you wearing? I'm feeling dangerously good this this afternoon. Danger. Uh, I'm wearing a Neymar unfollowed me on instagram and all i got was this lousy t-shirt t-shirt signed by edison cavani one of one <laughs> i am wearing a leon shirt on topic this week because uh psg played leon and leon might have inadvertently caused the down- premature downfall of psg by giving them a penalty that could destroy the whole club and a free kick and a free kick too um i don't know it's umbro shirt from a few years ago i don't know it's Umbro. Uh, oh, who's the sponsor? Uh, Novatel. Novatel Hotels. They should have a mayonnaise sponsor because then it could be Olympic Lyonnaise mayonnaise. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Dimitar Berbatov would love that too. He would uh, yeah. definitely buy one of those shirts. <laughs> so yeah, Lyon causing a little drama in the in the world of football this week. Lyon. That's why I'm wearing it. It's always buzzing just like Lyon, Lyon. Bit of John oh, Mayer yeah. for you there. You're welcome. Yeah, toss it in, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Uh, but okay, speaking of drama in the world of football, the DT Fantasy League on Taga. Download the app, join us. We're in the Featured Leagues uh, page. You can find us there on the Perfect 11 area. So week five, in our little foursome, I was the victor. How much did I win by? You did not win. What? what? Uh, Ryan, you are fourth. You only beat I out won. Theo Messi and his Alexander Lacazette special one-man team. Oh, what? The Lacazette train. Points. Keep it rolling. Ride the- this horse to the death. Theo had his 2.5 Lacazette points. Ryan had 112.25. Producer Bobo coming in pretty strong with 145.25. Oh, and then I, Jeez. I finished top 20 in the group. With uh, 155.25. but Did you just start a Man City 11? Um, I, I went heavy on Man City. I had, uh, yeah. well, I had Fraser Forrester in goal, Mendy in defense, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Aguero. Aguero was my big points guy, 50 points from him. But number one overall this week, Papa Nice. Papa nice. 193.75 Papa points. Papa make it nice. 193.75, that's a lot of points. He uh, yeah. he also had Aguero, De Bruyne, he he uh, he did very well. So 
see if you can beat Papa Nice and, and Theo's Alexander Lacazette strategy. Uh, join the group. Toga, download the app. Join us. Toga, Toga, away. This one's for Toga app. <laughs> Shakira needs to do a, a Toga theme song, I think. That would be great. Yeah, remix. Yeah. All right, enough fantasy. Let's get to the reality of, of the world of football. The harsh realities. Our dirty tackles of the week. The harsh realities. Who deserved a dirty tackle this week? Ryan, let's start with you this time. I'm going to go into the harsh fantasy reality that is Harry Redknapp. <laughs> Harry Redknapp, uh, uh, everyone's favorite manager, of course, uh, 70 years old, might have just had his last ever gig in the game. Just been sacked by Birmingham. He I was... feel like we've heard that before, Ryan. Yeah, well, you know. You he, can't he, kill he, this he guy. Was... He keeps coming back. He's like a roach. <laughs> He's like Jason Voorhees. He's, he yeah, just he'll always be back. here in some form. Or Godzilla other. could stomp on his car and it would just like bubble up and he would still be there <laughs> hanging out the window, ready to answer questions. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, Birmingham, he, he, he joined there uh, late last year, kept them up by virtue of winning the last couple of games of the season. He's had 13 games in charge. Over the summer, he bought 14 players, somehow didn't buy Nico Crankchart <laughs> during that period. I'm amazed. That was his downfall. He spent over £20 million, which by championship standards is an awful lot of money. And Birmingham, basically, are getting dirty tackled by me today because they pushed the panic button. They're in the relegation zone, one place off the bottom of the championship right now. Only played six games, and he's gone. After <laughs> investing all that money, after getting all the players he wanted, absolutely bonkers decision from Birmingham City there. And of all people to fire, Harry Redknapp. That man is a saint. <laughs> so wait, the Ryan. trigger sack is flying in the Premier League these days. I mean, yeah. well, it's not what's the up Premier with League, that? But- oh, it's true. Kind of in England. Not Premier League at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very far down. <laughs> But a couple of things uh, I wanted to bring up around this. Firstly, the world's greatest tattoo. I tweeted this earlier in the week. A fan, I'm not sure what club this fan is a supporter of, but uh, oh, maybe he's a Birmingham fan, it says in this tweet. Got a tattoo on his calf of Redknapp leaning out of the window of a Range oh Rover. My, that can't be a real tattoo. It is, it looks, and it's horrible. It, looks pretty oh real. My it might God. be fake. I mean, it doesn't look real. Like the artistic quality of it is terrible. How much do you have to hate it... yourself to do that to your body? <laughs> the top comment is amputation. It's the only way. For, uh, <laughs> I really, I really, really think that this guy had like a severe leg rash issue that was going to kill him, and he survived it. <laughs> and to celebrate, he was like, "Devil may care." I'm getting this gross, hairy red nap tattoo <laughs> to try and cover it up kind of get it because lots of people have tattoos these days and lots of them are like oh yeah that's a tattoo that's nice true not many of them are conversation starters this guy goes to the (laughs) pub he pulls up his trouser leg and he's like look at this lads he's got something to go on then hasn't he so i kind of get it it's not as if it's on his face or anything that's just that's just awful. That's so sad. But does does a leg rash that's turned into a bad tattoo of Harry Redknapp really want to prompt you to have a conversation with this guy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd be I think I would the like, way. I would increase the distance to make sure I didn't contract it, and then I would shout questions at him. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, the the other thing I wanted to bring up around this red sacking, by the way, in, in the aftermath of it, Sean Teal, who was a defender at Bournemouth when Harry Redknapp was starting off his career, did you guys see the tweet he sent after uh, after it was announced? No. I don't have Twitter. Sean Teal, <laughs> at Sean Teal, says, Redknapp sacked, laughing my cock off. Go and crawl back <laughs> under your stone, saggy bollock face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. So obviously, wow. Redknapp, not, not Redknapp's greatest fan here. Maybe not Smoked. because he doesn't like, um, you know, massive tax evasion or anything like that. But because um, when Redknapp was at Bournemouth, there's a story about how 
Sean Teal's wife nearly ran Redknapp over in the car park and he, <laughs> he, he swore at her and like Sean Teal never forgave him for it basically. So he was so sitting it. on that tweet for a while. He was he had yeah. formulated that one over months and months. It was bubbling in his drafts like yeah. a volcano waiting to explode. It was. You feel bad about the fan who got the Harry Redknapp tattoo on his calf. This former professional now no longer has a penis because he laughed it off. So, you know, let's feel bad about him too. Very, very sad. I'm going to get a tattoo to commemorate that. So wait, Ryan, who who are you dirty tackling? Do you think they should have kept Redknapp? What's your issue here? Yeah, but I'm dirty tackling Birmingham because they gave him 13 games. People got tattoos of this man. and he got, he got, why, why give him all that money over the summer? Why let him sign 14 players, obviously trying to build his own team, when you're not going to give him a chance? Redknapp said, within two seasons, I'll have you back up, which is, you know, it's a big claim. But Rome was not built in a day, boys and girls. Wow. So do you think this is the end of Harry Redknapp? No. As a manager? Not, not literally. He's not going to die. Like, no, I mean, as a manager, but... do you think he'll he'll get another managerial job? Well, he's kind of said he wants to. He doesn't want to be in the big show anymore. He wants to move upstairs and be like an advisor, like a director oh, of God. sport, which I think he's done several times before. Actually, yeah, him but, as uh, a... oh, that's yeah, awesome. Does he always do that in addition to managing? Yeah, he'd have he'd have his dog running the the club finances. That would be horrendous. Rosie, R.I.P. Yeah, that's what happened at Portsmouth, isn't it? He had them. He's going to have a dead dog running the club finances. <laughs> he had Rosie running the finances of Portsmouth, and uh, yeah, we saw what happened there. That went well. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, while we digest those awful tattoo decisions, Theo, what is your dirty tackle of the week? I'm going to follow my illustrious co-host lead and also tackle an entire football club. Wow. Um, Go on. Going big this week. Mine is from. A Going very big. Different part of the map. It is Shanghai Shenhua of the Chinese Super League. Not just the Chinese League, the Chinese Super League. Their director recently came out and said that they've made a grave mistake in signing Carlos Tevez. Uh, he was signed to £615,000 a week, a world record salary in football. He's only played 13 games so far, scoring three goals. Uh, he's coming off a long-term injury in which they let him rehab in Argentina. This seems like a terrible mistake. Um, <laughs> he was probably doing the opposite of rehab and just drinking a lot of beer and playing golf all I day. I thought he was rehabbing at Disneyland. Maybe he took a short jaunt to Disneyland as well. Um, <laughs> either way, neither of those places are anywhere close to his club teammates in China. So the team's not doing so hot. They lost the match last week 2-1. to one. Apparently Gus Poyot was their manager, and they fired him now. I didn't know huh. that, so it's like nothing even happened. Um, <laughs> the chairman is calling Tevez a flop. Uh, he's acknowledged that the club is disappointed. All I'm going to say is if you're going to invest this level of money, a world record amount of money in the entire game of football into one player, you need to kick the tires a bit. you got to think about these uh, – potential extracurricular activities that he likes to partake in, eating, drinking, golfing. You can't just go on FIFA manager mode and be like, oh, Carlos Tevez, he would rip it up in China. He's an 87, <laughs> and all the other players are 63s. That's not how it's going to work. <laughs> so dirty tackle for Shanghai Shenhua. You've wasted a large amount of money. You're doing nothing to help the Chinese Super League, and I think you should reevaluate your decisions. Theo, I think your point about kicking the ties there is a very good one. Do you think Shenhua looked a few years ago at Man City and went, oh, look, there's a player who's refusing to come off the bench to go on in a game and he's going to get banned by his club for several months and put out into the wilderness. He seems like a consummate professional. Let's sign him up for a record fee. Yeah, This is this is part of it. It's like nobody in their right mind would think that Carlos Tevez would be up for giving his all in China. It's just impossible. It's yeah. an impossibility if you know anything about Carlos Tevez, about China, about football in general. 
So I just don't understand how they made such a bad decision. So after Man City, he went to Juventus and did did well there. But then he left Europe uh, kind of surprisingly and prematurely to go back to Boca Juniors, where he started his career, a club he loved. And he kind of just settled in there and was at home and enjoying his football. And then he got this offer from Shanghai. And from all the reports, it sounded like he didn't want to go. It was just he couldn't turn down the money. So he went just for the money. And this is what you get when a player comes to you just for the money. To be clear, this is not on Carlos Tevez. This is 100% on Shanghai Shenhua. Yeah. In, when you're making this investment, you need to, to know these things. And to the untrained eyes that aren't offering this kind of money, we knew all this. So how did they not <laughs> know this? It's just outrageous. Well, Theo, what I'm getting from this dirty tackle is that Gus Poyet's been fired. Harry Redknapp doesn't have a job. I'm putting two and two together. Uh, hello. I was <laughs> definitely thinking that. And who's the man to get Carlos Tevez motivated in China? Harry Redknapp. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking run around a bit, son. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, that's me. Brooks, what do you got for us today? All right. Keeping on trend with awful decisions... Going back to England, the big London derby last weekend, Chelsea and, and Arsenal, nil-nil draw, kind of nothing really happened. There was a goal, but it was called for offside. So Mustafi scored a goal in the 74th minute, thought he put his team ahead at the bridge, at Stanford Bridge, you know, big away. Victory was on the way, he thought, celebrating. And this Arsenal fan jumps out of the crowd, hops over <laughs> the barrier, runs onto the pitch, invades the pitch, celebrates, and the goal is ruled offside. And this guy gets taken promptly. off by the stewards promptly. Yeah. Like this was a total like this was a total premature decision. Just offside. Wouldn't have needed VAR if they had it implemented. Exactly. Just, this just guy, offside. This guy in his skinny jeans made this awful decision to preemptively jump out there and uh got taken down by the stewards, escorted away as all the Chelsea fans were raining abuse on him. <laughs> it was just awful. The one redeeming feature so you got just torn apart on social media, except for one kind of sympathetic tweet from Mustafi himself, who said he uh, tweeted a picture of the guy jumping over the the railing and uh, coming towards Mustafi and with the caption of, at least I wasn't left alone during my goal celebration, laughing, crying face emojis. Wah, wah, wah. This is just the current state of Arsenal. Ugh, you know? It really like, is. This is this Arsenal. This is a, a perfect encapsulation of Arsenal today. They're so goddamn sad, and they're the gift that keeps on giving. And I, I hope mean, it doesn't stop. I feel like every week we're ripping on Arsenal, but because they give us so much material every single they're week. They're such an easy target. It's unbelievable. So, Brooks, how do you feel about pitch invaders in general like that who come onto the field? If it had been a non-offside goal, would you have thought, uh, yeah, play on, all good? I mean, if they're a nefarious pitch invader and they want to, like, fight the players or something, then obviously I'm against that. But if they just want to run around and, you know, celebrate a goal, I don't have a super huge problem with that as long okay. as it's contained and, and managed. How about you? I equate this guy to um, what, what if there's like a surprise party and everyone's gone to someone's house and they're waiting for the guest of honor to arrive. And they switched off the lights and they wait for the door to open. And then the door opens and all the balloons fall from the ceiling and the poppers go off and it's surprise. <laughs> and it's the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> What are your guys' positions on uh, Pitch Invaders in general? We wasted the good surprise on you. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> surprise. What's going on? We wasted the good surprise on you. All right. Uh, I think 
I agree with you, Brooks. If it's nefarious, I don't, I don't want anyone getting hurt on the football pitch. It's a place for love and joy. But if you if you want to celebrate a goal, I'm all right with it. It's like they know they know the score, they know the rules, they know if they run from their seat that they paid for onto the field that they're going to be promptly escorted after. They're just doing it for that one moment of joy to perhaps share with their favorite player, or favorite team. Uh, I'm all right with it. I'm not all right with it if it's offside because you just made yourself look like <laughs> a total idiot. Yeah, I think as long as they're not going on the field to do anything violent, then it's fine, isn't it, really? They're going to get banned. They paid a lot of money to be there. Bully for them. Attention whores, whatever. The other thing I don't like about Pitch Invaders is like the guy who, I think it was the last England match, last World Cup qualifier, who said, if I get like 400 retweets, I'll invade the pitch. That kind of thing, that's, that's dumb too. I'm not a big fan of that. Well, uh, while I was at the World Cup in 2014, I was with Hugh Wizzy, <clears throat> who uh, sent a similar tweet at a game saying, if, uh, son of Arson, if Arson X son. happens, precisely, if, if something happens, I'll jump on the pitch right now because we're very close to the pitch. And it got like a billion retweets, and then just went, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's even worse. At least be a man of your word. Mm. <laughs> a man of your awful, awful word. <laughs> All right, so those are our Dirty Tackles of the Week. I think we we made a difference here, guys. Hopefully you got the message. Hopefully we taught you a goddamn lesson. Yeah. Th- mm. There were some lessons in this week's Dirty Tackles, so pay attention. Yeah, learn. All right, it's time for a commercial. Just like our, our What Are You Wearing sponsorship, we have an availability for our commercial break, so we've opened it up to listeners to buy the space, and we have one such listener here this week. Let's roll the commercial. Oh, uh, bruv, my name's Atom, the Golden Retriever. You might know me because of me and my dickhead brother, Humber. We live with Alexis Sanchez. We've got our own Instagram, and Alexis always likes to talk about us in interviews, and he flies us on private jets to Chile, and he makes us watch him in the shower sometimes. Anyway, mate, I've used up all my doggy allowance here to buy advertising space on the Dirty Tackle podcast, because it's my favourite podcast, ruff, 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 and I want to warn you about Humba. Humba, my bruv. He's a bad dog. He's a really naughty boy. Don't believe me, bruv? He's the one who persuaded Alexis to try and leave Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. And when Alexis stayed, he tried to strangle him with my leash. Also, he's the one who keeps telling Arsene Wenger to start Danny Welbeck. And he once did a shit on the carpet in the hall and blamed it on Gary Medell. Just because Gary Medell shit in the hall the last time he was at our house, innit, bruv? Yeah. Anyway, he's a very naughty doggy, which is why I'm starting the hashtag Humber Out campaign. I want him to go and live with someone else who cares about the dogs as much as they do about their own career success. Someone like a... Meza Urzel. <laughs> I want to fly a plane over the Emirates with hashtag Humber out on a banner on it. But the thing is, bruv, I need the cash because I spent all mine on this ad here. You know what I mean? Like, so I can't start a Patreon either because I'm a fucking dog and I don't even have opposable thumbs, mate. So if you want to help me, send me some money to hire a plane. Send it to patreon.com slash dirty tackle and my boys will see it gets to me. Oh, hashtag Humber out, cat fuckers. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ. That's like, did that work? That was what inspired amazing. this? Where did that come from? <laughs> Are you on know. drugs? You're insane. I had a dream. <laughs> did yeah. you eat a bunch of dog food last night? Ryan's doing peyote before he does the show, I think. Jeez Louise. What's in that backpack of yours, mate? <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to helping out Adam with his whatever evil plot he is going... Help out the Dirty Tackle show by going to patreon.com slash dirty tackle and uh, support the show. Help us keep it going. We need we need your help here. 
there's some great rewards. So at the $5 level, you get access to Extra Time, our bonus segment at the end of every show that only e. gang, gang, the gang, E.T. Gang, gang can hear. Very special, very exclusive. It's a tight-knit group. The group chat is popping. The WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just humans who are E.T. Gang either. Dr. Yeah, Tony's we have in dogs. there. We have actual footballers' dogs who are borderline insane uh, yeah. in the group. Yeah, dog footballers <laughs> that can talk. That's the $5 level. The $10 level, you'll get a DT shirt, a DT t-shirt. Beautiful Red. black t-shirt with the DT Cloth logo talk. on it. Beautiful. Good job. We got a new shipment in. They're going out soon. So if you want one, get on it quick. They go fast. They go very, very fast. So that's the $10 level. At the $200 level, you can manage Birmingham. Take over for Harry Redknapp. Get a tattoo of Harry on your leg. We'll we'll do it for you at, for $200. It's worth it. I promise. I'll do it for 100 I want to see it happen. So patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Get on it. Yeah, at the five hundred dollar level, we'll make Ryan get the get the tattoo himself, the Harry Redknapp tattoo himself. He'll have to do sure. it for five hundred dollars. Sure. Patreon.com slash dirty tackle. My legs need more tattoos. Hit it up. Support the show. And Alexis Sanchez's dogs. <laughs> they need you. Yeah, they need all the help they can get. <laughs> they they really do, apparently. Yeah. And I bet they enjoy a little segment of this podcast that I like to call True Eye. True Eye. Pop, pop, skip it up, pop, boo. True Eye. Scatman John, is that you? <laughs> anyway, um, this is True Eye, the segment where I read out some statements. Some of them are true, some of them are false. Brooksy and Theo E have to decide their fate. Are they true or false? Are you ready, boys? Uh, no. No, not really. Not really ready. Are you feeling rough? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm trying to, t- trying to talk to your boy. Humber. Rough, rough. Rough. Humber, rough. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get to anyway, it. Anyway, first one. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't heard the advert. But anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the first one I got here. Harry Redknapp has only ever been to the cinema once in his life, and he doesn't like movies. True or false? <laughs> oh, and the, the movie has he saw. Has been on here he before? Saw. Are we about no, to no, have no. the cinema conversation again? No, we haven't. Uh, th- this is this is a completely original okay. draw or false statement. <laughs> uh, the the uh, movie which he saw at the cinema was Back to the Future. This is straight <laughs> from Ryan's bag of uh, false uh, skeletons for fake headlines. Uh, thus, I'm going to say it's false, but I'm also going to reiterate that Theo Messi hates going to the cinema. <laughs> so if this is true, I support Harry. Um, I would never see Back to the Future in the cinema. I'd see, like, Baywatch or something, but... <laughs> Yeah, Harry. much better film, yeah. Harry, I'm with you. Are you anti-Back to the Future, Theo? No, I'm anti-going to the cinema and sitting in those chairs. And okay, I thought you were about to shit on Back to the Future. We're going to have a problem Who's here. Who's giving no, you a wedgie fine. in the cinema? I mean, it's a, it's a bit overrated, but it's fine. What? Oh. It's just a movie. Greatest trilogy I'm, I'm ever. I'm feeling like Neymar coming after Cavani, if you're going to be like that. Really? Yeah. Looks like I'm taking that penalty then, biatch. Oh, Great Scott, is... Theo. Great Scott. All right, uh, Brooks, how do you feel about this? I one? say false. This is, as we all know, this is Michael Owen, who does not like the movies. Fake news. Michael Owen. This is false. Sometimes, Brooks, I feel like a pane of glass because you see right through me. <laughs> don't you? Don't you? I really do. It's false. So, Ryan. I just pulled this one from about, sorry. Do, do we have the list of the movies that Michael Owen has actually seen and disliked? Oh, it's like three or four movies, yeah. wasn't it? I don't have it to hand, oh. but they were all terrible. One of them was Rocky, I seem Let's, to remember. I'm going to pull it up right now because Yeah, I, I, fu- I fuck with Michael Owen. Anybody that here. doesn't like go to the movies, I'm like down with. That's like basis one. 
what who's giving you these wedgies at the movies and what and like move, cinemas these days have like nice big leather reclining chairs and you yeah know, but for nice those you gotta pay like 40 bucks not outside of whatever stinky city you live in theo hmm. i'm just saying that it's, a, it's an uncomfortable experience the Daily Mail headline is Michael Owen, the self-confessed film hater, reviews the 10 films he has seen, including Cool Runnings, Rocky, and Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> I love Michael Owen. I always do. I like this dude. He's They're my all blockbusters. Boy. He's my blood brother. Michael Owen making headlines earlier this week, by the way, by saying that Joe Gomez wasn't big enough to be a center back. Joe Gomez, who is six foot two. <laughs> um... Okay, so he did like Jurassic Park. He says, I thought Jurassic Park was quite good, actually. I went for <laughs> I went for a training week at Arsenal and they took all the kids to the cinema to watch it. The next week I had a trial at Manchester United and they did exactly the same thing. It was painful. <laughs> hey, I told you twice. You saw it twice. I love I love the first quote. That's like what they show uh in the advert. It's like this movie was actually quite good, really, Michael Owen. He he's actually done the hashtag hashtag hate films. <laughs> It's the I love Michael it. Owen hashtag. Yo, this is my guy. I'm about to tweet at him. Oh, okay. Michael Owen. That's great. I just imagine that Harry Redknapp would not be a man who had time for a movie. I don't think he had the patience to sit through it, frankly, of any kind. Well, I can see him going to a drive-thru and watching it through his car window. He'd be down with that. <laughs> he had to pull his car sideways. To <laughs> it's the only way he does it. <laughs> Parallel park. And he'd talk through the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be on the phone to some agent the whole time trying yeah. to get Nico Crenshaw to wear throwing where he was. popcorn at his face, <laughs> making a mess. Oh, All man. right, let's move on to to one that might be true, might be false. Christian No Fuchs Given of Leicestershire City, uh, he's out injured at the moment after stabbing himself in the eye with a flagpole at training. True or false? <laughs> oh. I hope it's true. I, I don't. I just hope it's true. That's that's what I'm it's, going with. It's got to be false. I mean, it might have been like he might have hurt his eye on the flagpole, but there's no way he stabbed himself with it. Like cognitively, was like I don't know. He's celebrating a, bad a goal, season. going mental. Like I just don't think things so. are going wrong for him. I, I think I can see that happening. Hey, live up to his name. No fucks given. If you're stabbing yourself in the eye with the corner flag, it's fucking thorough. Oh wow. Give it to uh, us. This one RB, is RBM. true. Wow. He, uh, he suffered what is described by the mirror as a blow to the eye after a nasty freak accident with a pole in training. And I think that means a, <laughs> Wait. a, a pole as in a, an object, not a Polish person. Craig Shakespeare actually said he had a quote about this. He was standing quite close to one of the poles we used for warm-ups, running, for running in and out of. A ball got played quite innocuously. Thankfully, the pole didn't come out of the ground, but the top end of the pole flicked back and caught him in the eye. Oh. <laughs> what a way to go out. I would love to see a video of that. That's that's horrendous. Wow. If if this if, if the world ends and people find this segment, this little five minutes of it even in a time capsule, they're gonna be like, This is not real life. Christian Fuchs, Craig Shakespeare, this guy got a pole stuck in his eye. <laughs> w- what is happening? Is this real life? Mm. I don't think so. It's mad. You couldn't write I'm this stuff. Not even Shakespeare could write this stuff, guys. Not <laughs> hey. even Shakespeare. Oh, Let's wow. uh, move on to the next one for you. Rio Ferdinand, you might have heard earlier in the week, is at the age of 38 years old, retraining as a professional boxer. Very impressive. We're going to talk more about that in extra time. But my related truaya is about Lee Bowyer, who played in the same era as Rio Ferdinand, of course. Lee, Lee Bowyer. Lee Bowyer. After retiring... 
he ran and still runs a carp fishing lake in France. True or false? That's so obscure that I feel like it has to be true. Yeah, it's true, but I don't know who the fuck Lee Boya is, so... Are you serious? Oh, Jesus. They, uh, Take, taking a chance. Theo. Who is that? Why do you guys sound so disappointed in me? Like, I just... Like, I took Ryan's backpack off, and now his posture's going to be messed up. Yeah, true or false, Ryan is wearing a backpack right now as we record this show. True. True. <laughs> no, the, no, that's not what it is. All right, wait, wait, wait. Can you go back and educate me about Lee Boya? Because you both seem gravely disappointed, and I don't want okay, to Okay, Lee Boya... Thuggish at, uh, midfielder, started at Charlton, played at Newcastle, uh, famous for fighting one of his own Newcastle teammates in the middle of the field during a game and getting a red card. It was Kieran Dyer, wasn't it? Yeah. Was this, uh, like, anyway, th- was this BC or AD? This is uh, before Twitter. Before so, Cristiano yeah. or after Dimitar Berbatov? What are you talking about? <laughs> there's, there's some overlap there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Confusing. Anyway, do you want to tell me if this is true or false? True. Yeah, I think it has to be true. It's just too obscure. You're on the money, boys. It's true. I was trying to look up uh, obscure things that people had done after retiring. Uh, Ramon <laughs> Vega, Ramon Vega, who played for Spurs, who had one of the coolest names ever, by the way, he went into uh, hedge fund management in London, and he claims to have made £15 million since retiring as a hedge fund manager. That's not too obscure. Well, like Messi makes that in an hour. As a player. Messi withholds that from the authorities every 15 <laughs> yeah, <right>. minutes. <laughs> that's just the taxes Messi evades. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's not that impressive. It's not that impressive. I think that's, pretty, that's a pretty good uh, uh, amount to have made from funding hedges. That, I mean, that's yeah. what uh, Carlos Tevez collects at Shanghai in a month. <laughs> of not playing. Very true. For not playing and going to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Other ones, uh, Thomas Brolin was a vacuum cleaner salesman. Oh, Vicente Lizarazu, in the vein of Rio Ferdinand in combat sports, uh, was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion. He won wow. literally titles and divisions and things like that. And he it's was like... pretty hard, wasn't he? Yeah. All right, next one on True Aya. I've got two more for you, I boys. think I'm 100% two more, so including... far. I think I am perfect for perfect. Yeah, I think you're both doing very well. Maybe I'm not being very good at, uh, at, at True Are You. No, uh, I'm just very uh... intelligent, Ryan. That's, that's the Oh, there is here. that too. Yeah. Well, try this on for size, Johnny Big Bollocks. The Maracanã, <laughs> the stadium in Rio de Janeiro, the owners of said stadium have allowed said stadium to be used as a set for a pornographic movie. True or false? <laughs> Not only will I say that's true, because that stadium has fallen on hard times since the last uh, the Olympics and the World Cup they hosted. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. That's what she said. I didn't even know I did that. That's how brilliant I am. Yeah, Not, you're on not fire. only is that true, I'm also going to say that the star of that film will be Ronaldinho. True, wow. are you? I hope that part is true. Uh, I believe it's false, though. Um, I think they probably are filming some kind of movie there, maybe like the Fast and Furious 97 but not uh, a porno. They're pretty desperate. I think it's a porno. <laughs> well, we know that the stadium fell into disrepair after the Olympics. It has started being used after the Olympics. Some of the local teams are using it now. But also, porno makers have been using it. It's true. Oh, According proud. to UOL Esporte. Brazil's dope. There's a video which proves a sex tape was filmed there uh, last weekend. It was filmed between 3 p.m. and midnight in the northern sector of the ground, apparently. You could see the goal. You could see the grass in the movie. 
the movie that was being shot showed a young couple having sex in the seats there. Wait. Uh, so yeah, this happened. Apparently, the stadium wait. is regularly rented out for private events and parties, Can and that is wait. not limited to bang bang movies. Wait, 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 wait. Go on. <sighs> okay, so I have I have a couple questions because you just dropped a lot of information, <laughs> a lot of pornographic information on my dumb piece. What can I do for you, Theo? So, there was a pornographic film made there. Was it amateur, though, or was it like a production? You know, was it two people on Snapchat doing a little dirty in the seats, or was it like hair and makeup, lights, no, this camera, is action? Hair and makeup. <laughs> this was not during a game. This was. I know. Uh, it, stadium was rented out for purposes. So, so it was rented. Like, banging. they communicated with the owners of the stadium. They're like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, it wasn't like sure. a covert operation. This was. It wasn't sure. like Zach and Miri make a porno. Board. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Sure. That's. that's awesome i guess it's pretty cool right uh put yeah put the link on the whatsapp or something the only people it's not cool for is the people who have to sit in those seats next but ryan out of scientific curiosity where where would we view this film where would we view i don't i don't know as far as i'm aware there's no pornography on the internet so i can't really help you i don't know well there's so many sites it'd be helpful if you gave us a little direction ryan to uh to find it yeah patreon.com slash dirty tackle that'll play yeah that works at the five thousand dollar level we will go down there <laughs> ryan will we'll go make down there and make, make a, a porno. porno at the uh, americana we'll make a bongo flick with you if you give us enough money there you go the- theo will star in it anyway one more for you and true are you wayne rooney talking about bongo he uh, has been sentenced to uh two years of driving ban so all those lovely cars he's got uh, will not be used for a couple of years uh he had a nasty 170 pound fine for driving even his friend's volkswagen drunk. beetle can't can't even do it. yeah yeah well, <laughs> she can continue to drive that i believe by the way a detail on that story we missed out is that they took an uber to the car so they didn't have to drive the car they took an uber to Wait, the car are you serious i missed I'm that i'm serious yeah, that's a, that's a real thing that happened. I missed that. So the stupidity of this incident goes on and on. Wow. And Wayne Rooney has been sentenced to 100 hours of community service. And that community service will be done in a local park. He's a park warden, and he'll be charged with picking up dog shit. Draw <laughs> uh, True. What else can Wayne Rooney do as community service? Well, there's lots of ways you can serve your community. You could teach them to play football, for example. But it's Wayne Rooney. I mean, I think that's a more fitting punishment. Yeah, but maybe it's not a more fitting punishment because he does that as a leisure activity most weekends. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say false, but I'm also going to take this opportunity to say that I read a very heartwarming Wayne Rooney story the other day. I know we've been giving Wayne a very tough time here on the Dirty Tackle podcast. Deservedly so. Definitely deservedly so, no doubt. But I'm just going to balance the scales a little bit. Manchester United, very rich football club, apparently never used to buy winners' medals for their coaching staff until 2007, which is wow, pretty pretty outrageous. And apparently Wayne, upon seeing this live and winning titles and seeing his sad coaches, paid thousands and thousands of pounds for all of the coaches to have uh, winners' medals for all the titles he won there. So, props to Wayne. When you're out picking up dog shit, uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe think about those better times and, and, and what you could be doing productive. All, all I'm hearing is that uh, Wayne Rooney's colleagues all had loads of dirt on him and he bought them medals so they keep quiet. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> fail. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what we're saying? We're saying this is true or false? I say false. I say true. 
Well, the true answer is I don't really know. Oh, it looks come on. likely. <laughs> How can you do that? I've abused the rules of the game. I'm re- I'm reading an article on the Sun, which I know I shouldn't do. Yeah, so it's false. But um, uh, they have a probation service source saying. It's a high-vis vest, a high-visibility jacket is what he'll be wearing during the community service. Important to note. So it's not like he's going to be doing it in a charity shop or something like that is what the completely made-up sun source says. But uh, Carlos Tevez, do you remember when Carlos Tevez did his uh, community service? He did it in the park with one of those, you know, that pair of like prom yeah. things where you yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. Picker, yeah. Litter with. He did that. Uh, Joey Barton did that. Uh, I think James Beatty did that as well. So it's a it's a common thing. He's if you go and find a park near Merseyside, you know Stanley Park. There's a good chance that Rooney's gonna be picking up shit for a hundred <laughs> hours there. A hundred. The dogs better get. I think Atom and Humber better get down there and start getting busy because a hundred hours of shit picking up. That's gonna, you know he's gonna need to pick up a lot of shit. Speaking of Atom and Humber, I think we have one more commercial from uh, from our oh. dear listeners. What a segue. Hi, <laughs> oh, bruvs, it's me again, Atom the Golden Retriever. That sounds like he's from London, even though he's technically from Spain. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> anyway, hope you're enjoying this podcast. I like the True Are You segment the best. I think it's really wicked, in it, bruv? Anyway, I've got one other thing I've got to ask you all. Would anyone like to be friends with Alexis? Seriously, bruv, seriously, he's really lonely. He ain't got any friends. It's why he constantly talks about his dogs in interviews and he's never pictured socialising with humans. I sometimes see him cry while shaving his legs or painting on his Arsenal shirt. It's really tight, you know. I really think he needs someone to talk to who isn't a dog or, you know, a player. PlayStation or a hobby or something. Maybe just a friend he can throw a frisbee to in the park so I don't have to fucking do it every day. Anyway, bruvs, if you want to keep Alexis company for those 22 hours of the day he ain't playing football and you're willing to stamp on Humber's tail really hard whenever you see him, contact me, Atom Sanchez. I'm at Humber out on Twitter and on my Instagram, my personal Instagram, I'm at Humber is a cunt. Thank you, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> The fall issue of Howler Magazine is shipping out to subscribers now, and it's a really good one. There are excellent profiles on Gianni Infantino's evolution into Dr. Evil, USSF President Sunil Gulati, and supporter-owned clubs like FC United of Manchester and Detroit City FC. There's an advice column from Francesco Totti that I, let's say, facilitated. In addition to the spectacular writing, there's also top-class artwork that you really have to see. The Dr. Evil Gianni Infantino portrait is my by far my favorite. It's awesome. You have to see it. So to help you do that, to help you see this, we've been authorized to give you, our dear listener, 20% off the price of a subscription if you go to shop.howlermagazine.com and use the code MINOUNITED. That's M-I-N-O-U-N-I-T-E-D, all one word. You'll get 20% off. Just put that in there. This is the best deal Howler has ever offered. So don't pass it up. Can't miss this one. It's a dope deal. It really Mino is. Mino United, also a dope club. Look out for them in FIFA 18, playable in Ultimate Team mode. Just one more example of Mino getting the, the discounts, getting the deals, making things happen. Yeah, Mino only gets the deals, man. Exactly. If it has Mino's name on it, you know it's a deal. When Mino comes to America and opens Mino Mart, <laughs> I'm going to be fucking jacked up. All right, so shop.howlermagazine.com. Hit it up. Check it out. Get your issue. Get your subscription. You got enough issues, but get another one, you weirdo. (laughs) 
Get a good one. Yeah, for once. It's the life ref. He refs your life So you better watch out. He's gonna officiate your life. Because you don't play by the rules, but you should. Okay, Parisians, first one for you. Uh, there's been some infighting at PSG this past week, although they are still much clear at the top of the table and are banging the goals left and right. It appears that there is an undercurrent of shadowing. Ooh. You know Neymar left Barcelona to get out of Messi's shadow. Now it appears he's in one Edison Cavani's shadow. Um, <laughs> he's a big guy, weird. so he, is a, he casts yeah, a long shadow. I, I could see him physically in his shadow. Uh, maybe <laughs> not in terms of football playing ability. But anyways, there were a couple incidents in their match this past weekend against Lyon. Cavani, as uh, the longest tenured Paris player on the front line there, maybe rightfully so, maybe wrongfully so, thinks he should have all the, the dead balls. Um, he was taking all the free kicks, and, and he took a penalty which Neymar tried to get in front of him and ask for and kind of gave him the the hands out like the really my guy like I'm the world record <laughs> transfer you're not gonna let me take this penalty like what are you high and Cavani just like gave him a shake of the head and a pat on the back and <laughs> sent him behind the penalty box which was class and then he uh, went on to miss the yeah it went on to miss the penalty <laughs> so that's probably the last time that'll happen there was another incident where Neymar's Brazilian compatriot Danny Alves boxed Cavani out of the picture to take a free kick because he wanted Neymar to take it. So there's a lot of like petty, weird, dead ball stuff going on in Paris. So I guess the question is for my life referees, Brooks and Ryan Bailey Music, whose side are you on? Like who who gets punishment here? Does anybody get punished? Do they need to work this out for themselves? Is it on the coach? Is it on the players? What do, what do we say? I'm giving a red card to Unai Emery because this is exactly the sort of thing you should have sorted out before the game started. For sure. Yeah. How they never talked about this in the past? Yeah, it seems ridiculous that it will get to that stage in front of the cameras. It's, it's really embarrassing, and it's quite ugly to see, really, isn't it? Well, so apparently Emery came out and said, if they can't sort it out, then, I'll, uh, then I will. Well, you should have done that in the first place. <laughs> there would be no issue if you did that yeah, you're at the, the start. You're the manager, numbnuts. Yeah, that's, a, that's like a lame parent thing to say. <laughs> it is embarrassing. But my, I'm giving a red card to Neymar. Ooh. Because he's coming in pretty hot here. Now, I know he's, you know, Mr. Money, the big the big signing. But Cavani's been there. He's It's, it's Neymar's job to integrate no. with the team and kind of, like, be respectful and kind of work your way in. Even Balotelli said, Neymar, that wasn't your place to do that. See, um, I'm not and I'm not buying that. If you that. can't trust Balotelli's word, then, you know. know. <laughs> yeah, very true. So apparently also Cavani. The life ref himself. So Cavani, you know, he was in Zlatan's shadow at first. Then when Zlatan left, he kind of emerged as the, the leading scorer for PSG last season. And apparently, according to Lekeep, Cavani has a clause in his contract where he gets an extra million euros if he's the team's top scorer. So, of course, he wants to take penalties. So Neymar's coming yeah. in. Trying to take money out of his pocket by taking these penalties and uh, set pieces. So I think Neymar's out of line here. He's got to kind of play cool, and and he's the new guy. He's got to work his way in, kind of ease it in. Don't just be coming in and assuming you're going to take over everything. That's what she said. Yeah, I I thought the ugliest part was (laughs) the free kick thing when Danny Elvis shielded the ball away from Cavani to give it to Neymar. That was nasty. That showed that there's division within the changing room. We also know that Alves and Neymar get along very well. Not cool. That was not cool at all. Didn't like it. Yeah, I think for me, I'm going to have to discipline the manager, just the management of, of the club. I don't think this is on the players. This is this was obviously going to happen when you have these kind of egos on, on these wages uh, playing in the same side. 
But it's like, you know, if there ever was an unwritten rule, it would be that Neymar does everything for but Paris. But is really, point. even though he's <laughs> he, brand new there? Really? Yes, 100%. I, I it's, not a, it's not a normal, I know you do because you just said that before, yeah. but well, okay. you can shut up now. <laughs> um, it's not a normal club. I mean, this is not normal circumstance. Any other club, if he went into, you know, this would never happen, but Real Madrid or AC Milan or whatever, I would say that that holds up, that unwritten rule of you give it to the, the longest tenured guy there. But this isn't this isn't normal. He was bought for a astronomical fees on astronomical wages it's a, it's a different product he was given the number 10 everyone is sucking him clean off since he arrived i think the other players need to know that <laughs> this is his town and uh he's in charge well i guess they sort of expected it because if a guy is leaving barcelona because he doesn't want to be in Messi's shadow anymore right you can tell like, he has what? a little ego thing going on he, he's he needs to kind of express himself and unleash his ego. It's like, what do they expect? Exactly. He literally left to get out of Messi's shadow. And then we put an Edison Cavani shadow. It's like, <laughs> what? what is happening? It's it's an episode of the Twilight Zone. Someone needs to get control over there, sort it out. I expect, if this continues, Cavani to be uh, jettisoned pretty quickly. Meanwhile, Fappy and Bappy was standing by, like, watching his parents argue. Like, yeah, laughing. He was, yeah. <laughs> He's the best. He was exactly. like, yo. He was like, no shot I'm taking this one uh maybe maybe in 10 years okay the next life ref case comes to us from the german third division my favorite you know, they're desperately in need of of life refs in the german third division the dritte liga sv meppen versus carl zeiss jena carl zeiss jena carl zeiss who make the lenses so okay set the scene it's uh second half carl zeiss jena down two nil and they're julian gunther schmidt Goes in for a 50-50 challenge with an opponent. Is this happening in Germany? <laughs> and uh, he gets laid out. He gets injured. So he's down, and a Meppen player stops play. He holds up the ball to see if he needs uh, his opponent needs medical attention, you know, as you do. Kind of standard issue here. But then the injured player's teammates decide this is an opportunity, takes the ball, and scores a goal. This infuriates the Meppen players. They try and argue it, but the goal stands, and they get away with a super unsportsmanlike act here. They end up equalizing later in the match. Guys, what do you think of this? This is kind of crazy. For me, it's a play on. you got to play to the whistle. Play to the whistle, baby. Theo? I like to think that being a life ref is kind of like being in control of the universe, and I know that although the referee in that game didn't come for them, the universe will come for them, and they will be swiftly punished. <laughs> I am giving them a moral red card, and their <laughs> their real life punishment is coming. So stay awake. Uh, oh boy! What, what, what were they called? Like Carl's Water Ice? Carl's Water Ice. That's it's, right. It's like a team of kids that like a a guy that owns an ice company like sponsors <laughs> or something. It's in the that's, German that's third it. division, so this is possible. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah, close enough. Yeah. So Carl's Water Ice. Uh, ex- expect global warming to continue and all your ice to melt. You're fucked. <laughs> This is also a red card for me. I mean, Ryan, I get your point, but still, this is just dirty. Oh, oh it's terrible sportsmanship. It really yeah. is. I mean, to take advantage of such a nice act, it's just wrong. It's wrong. How can you defend this, Ryan? Play to the whistle, baby. <laughs> Heartless. That's all I got. Heartless. I like it. So do you think he was faking the Like, do you think this was premeditated, that he was faking the injury and they... Kind of work this out. Not only do I think he was faking the injury, I think these two clubs are fake. I think this <laughs> clip is fake. Yeah. I think 
Julian Gunther Schmidt is the most made-up German name I've ever heard. So yep. this is all fake. This podcast is fake. We need red cards for believing this happened. Uh, so you're going Al Pacino in Justice for All on this uh, Life Ref case? Hoo-yah! Out of order? This whole case is out of order? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's two reds and a uh, questioning of the entire reality of the universe from Ryan Bailey. That's a deep red. All right. It's a very successful. Let's uh, wrap up Life Refs with one last one for you. Romelu Lukaku, who is Manchester United striker, formerly of Everton. Everton played Manchester United last weekend. Romelu Lukaku scored against them. And he did, as is traditional for a striker to score against a team in the Premier League, he did a celebration. (laughs) But of course, he used to play for the old team. So, of course, you're supposed to not celebrate. You're supposed to put your hands down and wave at everybody and go, no, 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 we're not celebrating. We're just going to walk back to the halfway line. No, can't celebrate because I used to get paid by that club and now I get paid by this one. So I can't celebrate that. No, 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 can't do it. So uh, where do we stand on this? Celebrating against the old club. For me, 100% play on because footballers have zero loyalty whatsoever. And when they try and display loyalty to old clubs, it kind of hurt, is hurtful for the new club, I find, because it's like, oh, you, you still got feelings for your old girlfriend, haven't you? Why, why aren't you 100% into us? <laughs> yeah. Why is your mind elsewhere, Romelu? Yeah. Well, not in his case, because he did celebrate. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say total play on to Romelu. Um, the Everton fans in attendance at Old Trafford were booing him like every time he touched the ball. Uh, so it's only natural for him to want to score and rub it in their faces. Also, I know he's... Technically, Everton's is he just their Premier League all-time leading scorer, or is, or is he their all-time leading scorer? Uh, I think Dixie Dean scored a lot of goals for them in like the, the black and white days. Yeah, he, so I'm not sure he couldn't have been there long enough to be there all-time. I probably just Premier League. Okay, well, in the Premier League then, and I guess at a club you would you would hope that your all-time leading scorer is like a club's hero, but he was only there for a few years, and yeah. to be honest, they didn't achieve much. So I don't think it's totally off to to be celebrating. He's moved on. Everton should move on too. Uh, play on yeah well i also say play on a hat trick of play ons here but that that doesn't mean that you have to celebrate no you can do whatever you want i'm just saying he's fine to have done that like in the case of a guy like frank lampard when he scored against chelsea for man city i could see where he didn't want to celebrate different that. strokes for different folks uh, you know because he was with there with chelsea for a long time and whatever but yeah there should be no issue if you do celebrate against your sure. old club because you scored a goal it's it's you're supposed to celebrate that. It's you supposed to be happy about that. Yeah, that's your purpose. Lukaku to Everton is not Frank Lampard to Chelsea. <laughs> not the same. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I agree. Play on, celebrate it up. It's just no fun when you're policing who can celebrate and who can't. And it's it's a game, guys. Come on, don't don't get too hung up on. Yeah, this let's thing. just remember it's just a game, just a kickabout. It's just a game. It's just a ball of it's leather with twenty two men. I wish everybody could win. I wish all 22 players got a little trophy at the end. And they all they all gave each other a hug and sang Kumbaya. Yeah. I wish that if wh- wh- whoever wins the Premier League this year could just be the winner and we could all just stop. <laughs> what? It <laughs> doesn't even make sense. You know, we keep we keep doing this every single year and there's a new winner. Why don't we just say oh, this, just have one this winner team's going to win it. The They're going to get to keep it. We could all just do something else. One year they should we, do We're going to start yeah. looking at basketball after this year. We're just going to stop. <laughs> All right. On that patronizing note. <laughs> patronizing. That is the end of regular time. We're about to get patronizing. Join us for extra time where we'll discuss Wayne Rooney's community service, some ideas about what he could do for that. 
Sports Center's ESPN's absurd comparison between Pulisic and Messi and Ronaldo. I still can't believe this. It's I know. ridiculous. The two of them are just not on his level. They never will be. Uh, okay, if you say so. And Rio Ferdinand as the new Rocky Balboa. Oh, Michael Owen knows who that guy is. <laughs> he wishes he didn't, but he does. So hit us up on patreon.com slash tackle and support the show to get access to that. Thanks to producer Bobo Martino you, Bobo. for his infinite brilliance. Bobo. Infinite brilliance. Check out the video he made of our little uh, Alexi Lalas bit from last week's episode. He did a great video for it. The Alexi Lalas Men's Not Hot remix. It was really, really good. Get it on iTunes, Spotify. It was great. Apple Music. Bobo Hulu. is just amazing. Michael Owens Movie Theater. On social media, you can find us at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My Twitter handle is at BrooksDT. Ryan, what's yours? At Humber Out. <laughs> Do you have a connection to... Uh, Alexis's dogs by any chance? Alexis Sanchez has got dogs. Yeah, I mean, you, you, your, your Twitter handle is uh, the same as theirs. Oh no, I just like Humberside. It's an area of the UK. I don't know what you're talking oh, about, dogs. Okay. All right, if you say so. Theo, what is your Twitter handle? At Theo Messi DT. Uh, tweet at at Michael Owen if you want similar views on the movie industry. And please <laughs> remind him to set his fantasy lineup. Please remind me. Hey, who's, who's to say to I didn't play, set it? Who's to, to say I haven't set it every time? But Alexander Lacazette. Maybe that's what I'm setting. Send, that's send my him set. a thousand reminders. The Lacazette set. Send him, just flood his mentions with reminders, please. I'm going to take Theo to the movies tonight. We're going to go see Darren Aronofsky's mother because if there's one movie you should see, it's that because it won't infuriate you. Okay. little movie review from yeah. Ryan Bailey there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys at Extra Time or next yeah, time. Extra Time or next time or another time. Love you, bye! Extra Time or next time. See ya. See ya, bye. Have a good day. See you later, bruv. <laughs> that's a bit um, Tim the Tall Man Taylor. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what yeah, it's reminded it's... me of. <laughs> yeah, that's some Tim Allen in that. Back to jail for me. That's what happens when you do mad cocaine before the show. You start talking like Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs>